be a man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of tramp sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a freak up my head and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. Bring a song and a smile for the banjo. I think that's coming in from your computer. That's a uh, that's your computer mic that's working there. That does not sound like it's gonna last a whole TV. How about that? Yeah. Is that better? You can ponder perpetual motion. Live from the bunkhouse. Yes, yeah, just an old tent shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning. TJ, are you there? <clears throat> Do you have no? <laughs> okay, he's got. But he's I'm... got. Uh, he's got something going on. First, he had to plug in his uh, headset. <laughs> they were just dangling there, and I could tell it wasn't plugged in. But uh, it, it's his computer that's not receiving the mic i believe the computer uh settings on the computer is what i was trying to tell him through sign language sign. anyway welcome to the show it is the outdoor zone we are live in the bunkhouse and my name is cody ryan and uh i don't know how i'm here um <laughs> we'll get into that but sitting in beefsteak oh yeah in, in the house yeah. and uh tj he's here I, test I one him. two. Test oh, one, two. look at that! Oh, he had his mute button pushed. <laughs> yeah, on his probably. mic <laughs> on himself. So you're back. You're here. Um, yeah, I spent the night uh, sniffing uh, stain. Oh, to stain woodwork, and uh, I'm sure that's what the cause was for that minor snafu. Yeah, age and stain. <laughs> it's not age. I'll tell you what. So, if in fumes, add that to your age, it's like doubling down. So I got two it's things. Like, I got two things for you this morning. My wife wanted me to ask you two a question, oh. and all of the followers out there. So I was trying to unstick a chainsaw, 
from a tree limb that got a little sideways and squished the the blade, so I turned it off. And as I was prying and getting a wedge in there, uh, part timer. No, no, no. That I was doing it professionally. Anyways, not not, not if your saw's stuck. So Sometimes you see your blade sharp. Saw. Was that blade sharp? Yeah, it was super sharp. You know that. It yeah, just that, that, that the weight thing. the weight of the limb twisted and and pinched when it shouldn't have. I had a relief cut and everything. That's not the point. The point is, I put about a two inch gash on <laughs> my on my finger when I ripped it across the chain that wasn't running, and so I'm bleeding all over. That's not a good look for a chainsaw when you're out in the outdoors, right? You to don't wear gloves. Uh, on this occasion, I did not. All right, mm. I should wear. Didn't gloves. hire a professional. Poor cut. Okay, and, uh, didn't, didn't wear, wear gloves. gloves. All right, so I go inside and I'm dripping blood, and I, you know, try. What I, brand chainsaw? And my, it's a still. Of course, farm boss. First thing he's gotten right in this story. (laughs) (laughs) So I go inside, and my wife is going, oh, man, that is bad. You ought to do something about it. I'm like, I don't have time for that. Where's that? And so I grab the the super glue, and I just put super glue all over it, put a big old uh, patch on top of it and a little duct tape, and went back to, went back to get, got everything done. And uh, sawed up everything, but she wanted me to ask: Is that normal? Do other people? She didn't think that was normal. Do other people? Well, we'll take bets right now from the Super outdoor glue. zone to yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. if, if Beefsteak will have a finger next week. If we <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just wondering. Finger surgically removed. <laughs> well, luckily, That's I don't know. I, I just want to know. She wanted to know: Micros Is that chemical. normal? I said it was normal. Guys, yeah, of course. You put super glue on a cut that's like, you know, should you go to the hospital? Mm, not quite sure. Do you have time for it? Mm, not quite super sure. Super glue burns super like glue. crazy. Well, what what's the alternative? To they go? make a they make a glue for it. Well, that's what super glue is, really. I heard in Vietnam. I just they stitch use... it up myself. Oh, I actually right. bought a stapler. Yeah. I bought a stapler. Oh my gosh! Okay, you get them so online, they're cheap. You just put it on there and just go. <laughs> number two thing, and now this is going to sound really bad after I just told you that story. But yesterday we spent our KOZ teaching boys about tools and how to run them safely. And Did you how tell not that to get story? Hurt. Of course, you have to. You know, you're like, oh this gosh. is what not to do. All right. I mean, that's how we teach life, right? What not to do? Yeah. Except for Cody, he's been perfect. All of his life, and he always gets everything right. And tells no, I wouldn't say I've been perfect. There's been a mistake or two, I'm just, sure. Just somewhere. And, well, and you probably I were think, mistaken about that too, right? I think what you need to do is three Hail Marys, two Our Fathers, and you'll be fine. No, yesterday, so we brought out the uh, woodworking tools, and they all screwed in uh, screws with the screw gun. They drilled. They um, cut with the circular saw. We made a little firebox for the uh, uh, barbecue pit. They also did a tire change, which was really cool. And uh, kids enjoyed that. They'd never done, most of them had never done that before. No, the old school way. Find the scissor jack, pull it out, do all the hard stuff, put it all back when you're done. And then oh, we also. You made them take the jack out of the car. Oh, yeah, man, because that's where it that's is. Good. When someone pulls over on the side of the road, you got to find it. And I didn't know that half the cars don't come with spares now these days anymore. What? Yeah. 
They just come with that little donut. No, thing? not even the donut. You got to go buy what? something. Yeah. I couldn't believe this guy had a Ford Focus or something. And we wanted to do it on a car because that's what well, we think most let's see. old grandmas. and Problem one, Ford Focus. <laughs> okay. Problem uh, two. We already made, he took enough grief about that. We all were driving trucks and SUVs and he's got his little Ford Focus. We were like, that's perfect. That's just what an old lady would drive. And these boys can help them. Anyways, and the third thing was uh, a stand-up mower that uh, that Phil brought, and uh, we did an oil change on it, and, and uh, filter change, and I think sounds like you got a bunch of kids to do y'all's your he did do maintenance labor, on it, yeah. <laughs> but they well, uh, he's learned well. What can I say? Man, they had a great time. We had a great time. Beautiful day out, a little windy, but man, what a beautiful sunrise today, yesterday. It's just life is good. Okay, Beef's obviously had a energy drink or something this morning because <laughs> he's Louise. on a roll. Uh, I made a uh, to... yeah. I uh, made a uh, drive on Friday. <laughs> was that Friday that I drove? Yeah, I left starting it. at four a.m. Yeah, it was four thirty a.m. on uh, four thirty a.m. In Florida time, Eastern time, which would be 3.30 a.m., I guess, here, Central time. And I just got up, no alarm or anything, got up, threw stuff in the truck, and hit the road. And uh, 19 and a half hours later, I was pulling up in my driveway. Did you take I-10 all the way back? I-10 the whole way. And I'll tell you what, Mm -hmm. it was the, uh, the longest road trip but that i've ever done straight through you know by myself i don't i don't know that that's i mean 19 trip, and a half man. hours that's i did stop for a i did get tired at one point and stopped and closed my eyes at a rest stop for about 30 minutes i guess that afternoon and uh man that made a world of difference that was the trick that's the trick right there i can't ever sleep yeah, that's at a what rest they stop. know they know that Long haul truckers know that trick right there. Yeah, but they got all, they can't do that. They have certain hours they have to go. They can only go like 12 or 14. Yeah. Log slackers. See how bad you are. Man, you're going (laughs) to. Cody does it right. Everybody else does it wrong. While you're driving. Oh, man. If they're driving along, they'll see you and they'll just go, oh, yeah, there's that guy. Slacker, huh? scrape hey i just want to say this hour of the show or this segment of the show is brought to you by mcbride's guns family owned and operated local full service dealer hey i got a friend whose uh, uncle passed away and he had 80 firearms in his collection 80 firearms and they just said okay you know we need to get rid of these we need to value them we need to figure it out what do we do with this estate the firearms in this estate and the lady was brilliant because she didn't want to just sell them, you know, and not understand them, have them registered, transfer the ownership, all the things that can happen from transferring a non transfer, you know, not having the transfer papers. And so I called Joe McBride for, and he said, yep, just have her get in touch with us and we'll help her walk through that. And, uh, and that's what they do at a locally owned full service firearm dealer. They can help you with any of those questions. 
You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them, 472-3532. You can go online at McBridesGuns.com, McBridesGuns.com, or just go see them over there uh, because uh, they're at 30th and Lamar, and they've been there forever. 30th and Lamar. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Whew. Yep, <laughs> it is. But, so, so I, Cody, I did spent, you go? Oh, sorry. I was just going to. I gonna spent ask. yesterday staining those. Uh, I have some beams in my barn dominium, and they're about 30 foot long each with the post, and spent the day staining those. That was an eight hour project before uh, I got that done. I was, I was tired of stain yesterday at eight o'clock. That's why you got that six tan. Six o'clock at night. Your little tan today. So tonight, yeah. today, before I get the day rolling too far, I'll go and put my first couple of coats of polyurethane on them, get them ready. But that's the Barndo progress report for today, for this week, <laughs> is the beams have been stained. And anyway, I, I need to post some of those pictures on our Facebook page so people can see the transition of the horse stables into living quarters yeah you need a before and after yeah i've got all of them i've got them yeah um, you just gotta put them together yeah i just need to piece them together but i do have them and it is pretty tra- traumatic traumatic or traumatic i don't know traumatic traumatic right dramatic maybe hey it's the outdoor zone we're live in a bunkhouse we got no take a- it's warped me a bit so, well, it's traumatic. There's for you. days where yes. I'm looking at it going, "This is, this is <laughs> on, too much." On the flip side, we'll talk fishing. Plus, we got your news, the weird, your favorite segments, Gabe Warren field notes, all that coming up. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the bunkhouse, 24/7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone live in a bunkhouse, seven to nine every Sunday morning, or twenty four seven, three sixty five on your favorite podcast platforms. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com. You can follow us on our social media. You can find your favorite podcast platform. You can listen to us live, or you can find out how to connect with the beef on Cody Ryan and follow his travels on his social media, or you can get in touch with me through Kids Outdoor Zone right there. Hey, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, the news is big, zero, zero percent financing for 72 months is back right now during our president's day sales event at now maxwell supercenter on 22 lone star quad cap you heard it right zero percent financing for 72 months is back and in financing savings alone that's twelve thousand nine hundred sixty seven dollars in average financing zero percent financing for 72 months is back 22 rams but only but you only have this month to get yours. Again, it's $12,967 in financing 
savings. President's Day sales event savings have already started for your Ram and Jeep experts in Austin. For the best selection and Nile Maxwell's promise to beat any competitor's price, go to the experts in Central Texas at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or online at any time at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. 0% financing. <laughs> Make Fishing. Think get that new Ram. Fishing has uh, kicked off in full, full, uh, I don't know, full what? Full, full I'm going to just say full bore. Yeah, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. That's yeah. the word. So it's kicked Wide off in full bore. Open. Sorry, I am uh, struggling. TJ has got uh, a hangover open. from and is just going to say random stuff from uh, sniffing <laughs> stain all day yesterday. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I drove 19 and a half hours straight, so I don't know where I am or who I am. And, and beef well, basically cut his arm off. Yeah, beef, and beef yesterday and glued it back together. Beefsteak is uh is low on blood right now, so yeah. his uh his you know mind is probably not working. Um, so so uh, tell us about the the let, glorious journey of a professional angler and well, let me tell you, autograph. So bass fishing has started, and this. Uh, Bassmaster Elite Series is down in Florida right now. The Bass Pro Shops or Bass Pro Tour is down in Florida right now. And I just finished the uh, Bass at uh, the uh, Major League Fishing Invitational down in Florida right now. And uh, man, shorts, sun, <laughs> and uh, of course, the first two days of practice for me, I show up to uh, drive halfway across the country and show up to uh the old bass lodge or wherever i was this little cabin place and old earl over there sitting in the room next to me is a big smoker and uh you know you could smell smoke the entire time and not a big fan if you're not a smoker to have secondhand smoke on everything but that's what you roll up to and you know the the sheets are look cleanish you know uh the lodging is not the most comfortable place I've ever stayed. Um, it's just a, it's a glamorous style, uh, trying to find life a place. Is, li life is powerful. tough. I'm, I, uh, go to the family dollar to go grocery shopping. And, uh, cause that's the place, the closest place to go grocery you shopping. Beanie, you can get cans of Vienna sausage at family dollar. I seen them. I, I got, <laughs> I got, uh, peanut butter and jelly and some frozen dinners and they actually oh, had really <laughs> they actually had fruit and and vegetables at this one so i got some fruit and stuff to keep in my mini fridge there at the old bass lodge and uh yeah and started practice so first day of practice 35 mile an hour winds all day so trying to get out onto the main lake part of lake okeechobee uh you know the famed tournament lake was was a struggle and uh so i stayed in the the canals a bunch you know and and typically that's kind of a layup play if you're gonna fish okeechobee fishing in the canals you're you're not gonna win typically but it's kind of more of a layup play but i mean i you don't really have a i didn't really have a choice you cannot fish the main lake in 35 mile an hour winds very effectively and 
uh, especially tail watercolor or anything like that, you know, and that's a big deal in Florida is fishing clear water. And uh, so that, that was day one of practice. Day two of practice, a uh, massive Gulf storm uh, rolls in and it rains and rains and rains and rains and rains and rains and rains all day long. Uh, finally lets up late late in the afternoon i go to i i thought okay well here it's uh not raining and i'm gonna you know uh drive i'm gonna jump in the jump uh driver's seat of the boat i'm gonna drive around this lake and i'm gonna find some good clean water now that i can see and it's not raining see what this rain did you know did it muddy up some areas or what and uh i gotta sit down to go start my boat and tickety doesn't start so oh holy cow that's not good <laughs> and uh i do know a guy that's about two miles away i call him he's about two miles away and he finally makes its way over to me and uh picks me up and toes toes my boat in because i could not get it started uh get towed in the final day of practice is a beautiful sunny day uh no wind the perfect day to drive around on the lake and try and find that good clean water and the good grass and all that kind of stuff but i don't have a boat that'll start so um so i gotta figure that out i mean getting to practice is is crucial at the same time having a boat run is uh even more crucial. So I, uh, get out, yeah, get out to, uh, hook up my boat and, and haul it to a Marine dealer that has a Yamaha service, you know, and, uh, the nearest one's like an hour over an hour away. So I get on the road before they're even open. I hadn't even called them or anything. I'm just going that way knowing that I've got to, I've got to get this boat fixed. And, uh, they didn't have what we needed to fix it. Come to find out, they looked at it for me, though, and told me it was the starter bracket. The bracket that holds the starter. It's not a starter. It's not a, you know, and you could see it once he showed it to me. This little aluminum bracket on the inside was cracked, not allowing the starter to, you know, kick in and reach the the flywheel there to start the boat. So, Trying to find a uh, starter bracket. The nearest one was three and a half hours away uh, <laughs> down on the coast. I'd already driven an hour and a half, you know, that morning. So I got three and a half hours to go one way and then three and a half hours to get back. And that's just to buy this little part. It's $114. And you can either have it flown in in five days or this one yacht place down on the coast had one. So I hauled butt to the coast, grabbed that part, drove back. Now I'm at like eight and a half, uh, yeah, like seven and a half hours of driving for the day. And uh, on my final day of practice, beautiful sunny day, though. Uh, no wind or anything. So did you leave your boat there and go take off and go get no, it? No, because I'd already taken it to the dealership or to the Yamaha repair place an hour and a half north. So I'd have to drive an hour and a half south drop it back off so i just had to take it 
I mean, wow. it, it got pulled behind me. And I'm on like some island on the coast, you know, with yachts. And I mean, these there's no bass boats where I am. I'm at the like I'm at like Florida's beach, you know, and I'm going down the beach. You, you know how driving down the coast is. You know, there's cars everywhere. There's yeah. people Jeep surfboards people and hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to tow up. I've got a dually and a boat and literally there's like these islands, little islands that this dealership, this, uh, yacht dealership that had the part that I needed was kind of out on these little islands, you know, out there in the hmm. water. So there's like one way in one way out and I've got a bass boat and a dually pickup truck and man, you look oh, way yeah. out, of, out of town. You're an out of towner for sure. Oh, you can definitely that tell. <laughs> so I pull up by the part. They're like, I can't believe you drove all this way. Yeah. I'm like, I don't really have a choice. I'm from Texas and I don't have a boat to start this major tournament, national tournament tomorrow. Anyway, drive back. I don't know that it's going to work or not. And I don't have anybody to repair it, but I, uh, I get back three and a half hours back and open up the boat. Got about an hour of sunlight left and for the day and uh no i got about two hours i guess because i'd left early that morning i got about two two and a half hours uh of sunlight left so i get the get the boat torn apart and get down to where that bracket is mounted and you know trying to take pictures and keep an eye on you know how tight everything is and where everything goes and you know as i'm tearing the motor apart get that bracket put back in there, get the starter back on there, put everything back together and it starts. So that's good. Uh, I go and jump on the water and dr drive around for about 15 minutes just to right before practice is officially over. And, uh, because you can't, you know, be on the water certain times and all that. So I drive around for a little bit and, uh, and that was it. So that was my practice, 35 mile an hour winds pouring down rain. And then, a beautiful day that I could not practice. And so, uh, because the I was running around trying to lifestyle get... <laughs> of a celebrity bass fisherman. Yeah. I don't know about it a is. celebrity or, or professional or any of that. Hey, but... you got a fancy boat. Yeah. I've got an it. old boat. When you look at the bass fishing world, three-year-old boat is uh, ancient. So, uh, I've got an old boat and this is just the life that I'm, I'm leading right now. And so, it was tough, man. It was tough mentally. Uh, I caught some good fish, at, you know, and that was the frustrating part. I couldn't really, you know, I didn't really have time to fine tune that once I'd found those fish. And uh, so you drive home. You've I've spent, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on this event that I uh, I come home to. I've worked my tail off from daylight to dark and i got i got no paycheck you know sounds so, like somebody needs a hug i don't need yeah no hug. here you go here you go i'm reaching there go away oh nice <laughs> hug from beef that's what more could you ask for bear hug. but anyway it was uh that's that that's He's what like you know that's what people talk about uh as you know professional anglers how awesome it is but boy it can be tough one thing though is I knew back here that my family was, oh, did I mention I had the flu? 
the first five days? Did I tell you that part? Of the no, that was, no, that's that wonderful. Was a questionable element. Oh yeah, I forgot I had a fever and was waking up with disgusting sweats. Good thing though that I had the uh, Altru Health Share, so I knew if things got too bad, I could, I would be covered. I could go into the hospital and and get done what I needed to done get done. Because finding affordable, top quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. But Altru Health Share. They're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altura HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow. Eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's literally how easy it is. And you can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, Altrua Health Share, where we care for one another. All right, coming up next, we've got your uh, news of the weird, game warden field notes, all that and more. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Catch us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bag. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone. Here in the bunkhouse, the outdoor zone, we're always shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor. Venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, the outdoor zone. The outdoor zone. Love to see what you guys are doing out there. Uh, beef. Yes. All right. <clears throat> you probably want to hear about Cody cranking on stuff, you know, out there on the boat. And uh, when it comes to the things that I got to do when I'm not around, you know where I go. I go to Sun Automotive Service because everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. And it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. And we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You need to do that? Hey, they have these great locations. Mine is at 405 West Slaughter Lane or 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Follow them on Facebook. For great maintenance tips and specials each week, just go to sunautoservice.com. All right, now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird.
So did you see that where I put bear stuck in culvert <laughs> in Buda, Texas? Yeah, I was wondering what you, if that, that was a joke. look at it? Did it it did. It? I wanted to know if you were talking about me or not. Is that what it was? No, I just thought it'd get y'all's attention a little bit. Hey, uh, so this is this is interesting. I often wonder about some of this stuff. <laughs> a bear that got stuck in the snow won the sympathy of Minnesotians who tossed fish and Pop-Tarts and then came up with a plan to dig him out. Neighbors <laughs> near the community of Wanasaka in the state's northwest corner, became aware of the bear's predicament on Sunday. Andy Try, bear tr project leader for the state's Department of Natural Resources, said the bear, an adult male weighing in about 400 pounds. That's a good bear. That's a good bear. Had made a den in a culvert. That had to be a big culvert. <laughs> During a recent period of warm weather, water began flowing and the bear apparently tried to leave a local couple had started to dig the bear out before wildlife officials arrived on the scene and blocked off the area try said the first he first heard about the situation about 5 30 p.m on sunday when he received a call um usually that's uh, uh let's see a uh, call from K kyle aroa wildlife manager at nearby lake uh, thief lake Aroa uh, and another state conservation officer had tried poking the bear with a stick. <laughs> I like that. Usually part. that's enough to get them moving, but it was clear in this case that the bear was stuck. All they could Isn't do there a last saying like that. There sure is. Don't poke the bear. Yep. Yeah. All they could do last night was keep him safe and keep folks out of the air and make sure they're not messing with him or stressing him out or by taking pictures and getting too close. Tri said selfies <laughs> uh try drove up the grand rapids early monday and administered a sedative to the bear he and four other dnr officers used a rope with paw cuffs to extract the animal from the deep snow it took them about 20 minutes the bear showed no signs of frostbite uh ear tags were affixed to this sedated bear and he was put in a bed of a pickup truck for a ride to the thief lake wildlife management area We'll make him a new den, Tri said. He probably won't stay, but at least it will give him some protection from the elements after that. Some of the locals who saw the bear stuck in the snow tried to help him by tossing food like a sucker fish, lettuce, and Pop-Tarts. Is that what a bear eats? I thought it was That's honey. That's one thing that I love about greater Minnesotians is that everybody is willing to lend a hand. Bears aren't eating this time of year, but their hearts were in the right place. I'm shocked that he was so nice about that. For one, that they even got, got around the bear and throwing in Pop-Tarts. That's probably some bear hunter up there that knows that Pop-Tarts are the, the key to getting a bear to come in close. Just throw a couple of Pop-Tarts out for him. But I don't know. I've never, uh, never experienced, um, you know, bears out. It's stuck anywhere. Well, and that's, I guess the whole pop thing comes, they, they're trying to do that ban in one of the States with, uh, uh, baiting for, uh, bait. Well, it's not baiting though. They're calling it the donut band ban, the donut oh, ban. Right. You know, where they're trying to, 
you know, humanize this whole this whole thing. The antis are trying to humanize this anti this banning deal and uh what what do you mean? I don't well, understand. Well, the whole the, the you know the the baiting whole thing is just like people who make fun of uh, people mm-hmm. in states where feeders are legal, and uh, so are you trying to say don't that... understand it because there's the the problem is when you have an overpopulation and you're trying to figure out how to manage them, you need to put your eyes on the on the animals that you're trying to manage on the population on the population, and how do you do that? in a safe and ethical manner well i don't know about pop tarts and and uh, donuts but um you need to draw them in somehow so you can well, take and, out the ones that need to come out in in states like texas where we allow feeders and things there's not a place that you, you can't get elevated with spotting scopes and look at your look for deer you know and herds of deer and it's just a different style of hunting. And so you have to almost draw them out somewhere. And, uh, yeah, it's, well, it's and, a management style of hunting, but it's definitely something that's proven to work. And, uh, it doesn't work too good where we're out of deer. That's for sure. Well, I was going to say continues that, to grow. right. I was going to say that obviously the black bear populations are at their peak than, you know, than ever before white tailed deer a peak, you know, like never before. And, uh, so it's not for lack of managing them correctly. So, you know, that's a good, that's a a good problem to have, right? I mean, to know what you do is you get an overabundance and then you work your way as to how to thin that out and be the right size. I was watching. So I, uh, one of the TVs that we bought a Vizio TV that we bought, you can get, you hook it up to internet and you can get free Vizio TV. And, uh, one of their channels is, uh, what is it called? Like point point look outdoors or something like that. And it's an outdoor channel free. I yeah, never it only heard... has like five shows or something on it. It, yeah, it seemed like that. Is yeah, that what one... it is? Yeah. All of that's just like five shows. It'll be, you'll watch all five and they're not complete. And then they want you to have a subscription. Right? Yeah. It's all a scam. Yeah. What? It's not free. <laughs> I yeah, was excited. You, no, you don't get free <laughs> TV. That's not how this works. You don't, well, we unless don't, you know the cable guy. Ca- we don't pay for, <laughs> we don't pay for cable. We don't pay. We just do internet TV and we get plenty of stuff to watch, but Anyway, I thought I found something, dude, man. You know what we've been doing though is, (laughs) so I've been married for over 30 years, right? And, um, on our wedding night, we, okay, uh, okay. on our wedding night, we ordered pizza and watched cops. And back then cops was pretty, pretty new, right? Uh, we are now 30 years into this gig. And we found on that Vizio channel or whatever, there is 24, seven, 365 cops. <laughs> so you ordered so pizza and had a Friday night cops. We just watched Man, cops you are, in there. You are, we call you Rico Suave from now on. Is the that the, uh, isn't that the longest running show in, in the world? 
Yeah, in in U.S. history or something. I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. I mean, thirty plus years. Yeah, but I think they quit filming it for a while because some people got all upset or something. I don't know. I just like that the best episodes and the most of them were up in Fort Worth. <laughs> You ever notice that in all the trailer oh. parks up there, a guy wearing a wife beater, you know, and nah. he's like, hey, get out of there. What? I'm not doing nothing wrong. Nah, they weren't the bad ones. So the bad ones are all in like Illinois. And, uh, Illinois. You know, yeah. You would say. Illinois. Or Colorado. Or Colorado. Yeah. Uh, Colorado so, and California. There was a guy, there was a guy and uh, yesterday we were watching him and, and uh, he started going, well, I know I, he was sitting handcuffed in the back of a cop car and he's talking to the cop and he's going, well, I know I shouldn't do that. And you know, I'm, I'm really going to change. I'm really, and he starts going <laughs> off on this thing and Sandra just looked at me, Mrs. Granny looked at me and she went, God, that is so fake. <laughs> he's oh. not going to change. Oh, I thought you meant it was play acting. Okay. Woo. No, hey, he was, lost me on that he one. He was play acting. I'll tell you what's not play acting, and that is our friends at partsview.com. They're an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. You know, earlier this year, I uh, you can't help a starter bracket from breaking. But I tell you what problem I did not have, any issues with my oil or fuel or any of that stuff, because I went through and did the full maintenance, got the full maintenance kit for my motor earlier this year uh, from Partsview. P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. Their mission to is to help boaters enjoy each and every day on the water. They carry full catalogs of genuine OEM, Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki, as well as Maracruiser, Stern Drives, parts and products. They offer more than 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands like Starbright, NAFCO, Turning Point Propellers, TNH Marine, you know, they pride themselves on great prices, fast shipping, and handy maintenance kits, helpful customer service, and resources to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines. Check out partsview.com, our friends, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. All right, let's get this thing rolling on the flip side with a little Game Warden Field Notes. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at the Outdoor Zone. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to the outdoor zone hey here's a notice to the antis and the terrorists out there us bunkhouse boys and our regulators we don't give in to you anti-gun crowd PETA terrorist or the taliban it's how we roll here in the bunkhouse keep informed by riding the trail with us all week online at the outdoorzone.com hey my buddies over at keystone bank you know i I was talking with Cody last week about moving money around and how to do deals and how to put your money in a safe place and how to make money on your money. And 
our buddies over there at Keystone Bank are part of that. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. That's Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his friends. Uh, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy local relationship-based service that sets them apart. Banking at your fingertips, anywhere, anytime. Learn more or get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of the locations in person. There's one at 11,500 B Caves Road. In West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank, for all the information. Now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. It's so important to be, to let folks know when you're going out where you're going to be. Uh, on Cattle Lake during the December freeze, two hunters had, hadn't been heard from since the morning and were reported on as overdue. Marion County game wardens were notified, along with Harris County law enforcement. The wardens found them. Oh, <laughs> turn the page. Found the two hunters trapped in a duck blind after the Arctic cold front blew in and escorted them safely home how'd they get trapped in there uh man what that get door got iced over and shut <laughs> a white-tailed deer was shot on private property from the roadway and was left to waste on county road 188 west of o'brien near the knox and haskell county line the incident occurred in the evening on january 7th or the early morning of january 8th Operation Game Thief is looking for leads to I to uh, to the identification, arrest, and conviction of the person responsible for that act. I saw a dead young dead buck on the side of the road uh, this week out near the farm, which I thought was kind of unusual this time of year. Hmm. Wardens on patrol in the Gulf of Mexico prior to the Arctic cold front. Uh, as part of, uh, let's see, uh, Article Front Game Wardens as part of the crew of the Captain Murchison located and removed 5,000 feet of illegal trot line from federal waters near Texas Clipper Reef site. One bull redfish, 10 red snapper, and 25 gaff top all were returned to the waters of the Gulf. A 5,000 foot trot line. That, that had to come over from that's Mexico. A thing. That floated nah. in. Nah, man. You think them guys run in and throw those lines out and then come back yeah. and check them later? Of course. Three illegal fishermen were located 35 miles north of the maritime boundary. The Coast Guard inter interceded, interdicted the launch crew and seized three a launcher 
launch is that a boat i think uh, you yeah the yeah. launch crew the sea 350 pounds of illegally caught red snapper uh legal fishing gear and uh and the launcher yeah the three men i've never heard those little i thought they were called pongas maybe it's bigger you got a ponga and then you got the next size up which is a launcher um taken ashore and transferred to custom border protection agents for processing then they were let go given uh given biden t-shirts and uh <laughs> a backpack with snacks <laughs> you're just saying that you oh, added that part I, i'm pretty sure i read that somewhere <laughs> so i was thinking launch a uh, boat in english means boat boat <laughs> Oh, thank you, Cody. Well, no, it's like one of those big, long, open, wooden wide, fishing boats. White boats, yeah. yeah. So what does it say about a ponga? Isn't that the same thing? A no. Ponga? A lancha and a ponga. See, now this one says, this definition says a fast motorboat. Well, that would make sense for illegally fishing boat would be a lancha. Yeah. An open boat of any size powered by steam electricity or the like steam <laughs> well that sounds like your boat yeah you drive a launcher <laughs> oh my gosh oh that's funny so i was thinking uh my buddies you know i i have uh internet friends around the world of course uh, you do they're and all they're all on youtube they don't, don't know me but i know them <laughs> okay. uh some, this weird weird deal um but anyway i was watching my buddies who are building the log cabin in alaska and uh in the end of one of their uh, segments the last one they did uh he revealed that they bought a boat and so think of this you got five feet of snow everywhere i mean just snow everywhere and he rolls out to a storage place and buys this giant uh boston whaler and you see him pulling it out, and he's super excited. The kids are all excited. You know those people that live up there in Alaska? And uh, I'm also uh, watched uh, Diesel Dave and those guys who do all that stuff in, uh, in not, uh, let's see, uh, not Arizona, but. Um, Northern California somewhere? Yeah, North, uh, not Arizona. Um, Washington. Salt Lake City, Utah, Utah, they're in, they're in Utah and they got tons of snow. I mean, you drive down a road and you got, you know, six feet of snow. I mean, the roads cut through these just six feet of snow on either side. All it is, is the road. Yeah. And, that's uh, but anyway, they big part of the country. They bought this boat and, uh, they're super excited about it and they don't have a storage place for it yet. He hadn't built a barn or a shed or anything. Anyway, we. We do talk though. He gave me some tips and tricks on my barn dough. You and, messaged uh, him on the YouTube and he messaged you back. Oh, we, I've known, I knew him before he went up there I'm before I, so, met him, I met him in Virginia. So, uh, uh, but he's going to need parts of you. I'm telling gonna, you, he is going <laughs> to need parts of you, but uh, weren't you, weren't you where you could just drive over to parts of you? Yeah. How far I, were you? I, I probably could have. And it just didn't register at that point in my head. It was a, it was in a, a flu fog. Yeah. I was in a just driving fog. Yeah. Well, you had 103 fever. 
Yeah. Your finger really your finger was all almost cut off. Yeah. And finger. Uh, yeah. That was you, Bill. Oh, oh okay. He wants We're to getting... talk about him again. Oh my gosh. Bring it all uh, you back and all your friends, <laughs> he did. Cody. He brought it all and TJ. Way back. TJ. So, but one other thing I wanted to say though that I was thinking about for your whole fishing thing, Code, is that uh you're on fantasy fishing. And we need to tell Wags to get in there and figure that out and like bet on you or put you in as Yeah, you can you win know. like trucks and boats and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you're on fantasy fishing. People can like look you up and don't they can they make you move and like pick lures <laughs> and do stuff? Is it like a no. video game? Yeah, all it is I have is you no pick your idea team. You pick your team, like who you think's gonna perform well, and then if your team does well you know, like your group of anglers does well, then you get so many points. And if you have the most points, like if you pick all the top 10 guys in order, well, then you automatically, I think, win a truck and a boat or something. Okay. So I don't know. Oh, dang, man. I was, exactly. I was hoping it could be like, you know, you get, you get set up into there and then you can push a button like return on your computer and it makes you like poke yourself poke yourself poke yourself so you'd be on live tv and people would just push button and makes you do stuff poke yourself poke what, yourself. what kind of stain was that what? that he was uh, <laughs> working with I oh think. this show is off the rails like a remote thing you know this show is gone i apologize in advance but hey <laughs> we got a whole nother hour so stick around it's the outdoor <laughs> zone we're live in the bunkhouse uh on the flip side i've got I've got a little soapbox I got to get on and then get off. Um, oh, man. Shocking. Yeah. As long as it's not about how to pronounce Colorado. That's no, right. No, we've already been down that. We've experienced that Colorado mm. is not correct. No, it is correct. Uh, Peter Report, plus your Armed Citizens Report, all that and more. It is the Outdoor Zone. Hey, you know you can find us on all of your favorite podcast outlets. All of them. You can find uh, links to a lot of them at theoutdoorzone.com.